You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. It is a beautiful day at the Womanpreneur Podcast. How did you like that? I think that was good. That's a, it's a, a nice, different way to open it up. Who are you? My name is Melissa Motes, and who are you? I'm Amanda McEwen. Almost sounded like a Mr. Rogers beginning, because I was like, it's a beautiful day in the Womanpreneur podcast. I'm trying to think. I think this episode airs in November sometime, so the movie might be coming out soon. So it's good timing. It is good timing. Mr. and Mrs. Rogers. We could. Yeah. I love Mr. Rogers. So we hope you're doing well today, and we really appreciate you tuning in. And uh, being a Womanpreneur podcast super fan. <laughs> because if you're listening, that's clearly what you are. And we appreciate clearly. you. <laughs> we super appreciate you. <laughs> and we are just uh, ready to talk about some, some stuff. What are you going to talk we, about we today? We are. Today we're talking about not giving away your power. And it can apply in a lot of different ways. And, and it, this is where tough love Amanda comes out a little bit more. And, and maybe I'm a little feisty about this topic because... I've run into this with my business clients all the time and people in their personal lives. It ties in, this is what we always try to do is tie in our business topics to your personal lives. But I find it everywhere. And unfortunately, it's mostly women that do this. But there's a sort of a meekness or a timid, uh, people are timid. There's all these things that we want or that they want, and but they're not asking for it. So it's like, it, and there's a lot of, of ways in which this applies to this, this whole idea of, of preserving your power and keeping it for yourself. And it's not that you never compromise because there are times when you have to do that. But there's a lot of times that people are kind of giving their power away to somebody else and giving somebody else the ability to say, oh, well, I feel this way because of that person or he made me do this or she made me do that. Or it, it's you're giving them too much power. Like you're in control. If you want to be happy, be happy. Don't let somebody else. It's like taking responsibility for your own life and like not apologizing for breathing the oxygen that other people are breathing too. The the apologizing is a huge one. And this is something, again, I, I never hear men do this and it's not to single anybody out or say that they don't or that all women do this. We're, we're always generalizing. Sure. But they, I mean, there's a book now about girls stop apologizing. I was just going to say it's so a it's, great book too, by the way. And it is a problem that girls are often saying, I'm sorry for things that A, you probably shouldn't be sorry about and, and B, it's not even a, a meaningful apology. It's just an, you know, oh, you bumped into me. I'm sorry. And wait, wait a minute. No, you bumped into me. I'm not sorry about that. Right. Little things, but it, it, it goes into big things. And for a lot of people, it's second nature almost. They don't realize that they're doing it. Yeah. And I think I, it can be a real habitual thing. Yeah. Um, just saying you're sorry. Um, I mean, I remember when I was about 18 or 19, someone pointing it out to me mm-hmm. saying, why are you sorry? And I was like, mm-hmm. what? You know, <laughs> right. and, and then I was like, oh my gosh, that is a, it's a weird thing. And then when you are aware of it and you start hearing other people saying it all the time and mm-hmm. using that over and over again, it's, you know, it just becomes like more um, like in your face mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I was doing that. Yeah. And, and even in, in business communication, I see it a lot. I'm sorry to bother you, but no, I'm not mm-hmm. sorry to bother you. Like I, I need answers or I need information. You yeah. have it. Yeah. That's again, you know, we always say that there's no room for emotion in business, but there's this thing that happens that women particularly tend to sure. take the, the meek approach. And it's a lot of times out of fear because this is 
centuries, I guess, of, of how women have been viewed. And it's kind of like, well, if, if you come on too strong, then it's going to work against you. Right. But I don't think, it, I know you and I have talked about this before. I don't feel like I've ever been held back in anything in my life from being female. Yeah, I, I don't I, feel that way either. I don't allow that to happen. But there have been times, just like with anybody, that I probably didn't get as much as I should because I didn't ask for it. And right. I can't put that, it's not men's fault. Right. But even when I used to work at an office, it would happen a lot of times, that, or friends who worked for jobs, and I need a raise, um, I'm just, they'll never give me a raise, and it, it, a lot of complaining about that. And my question's always, well, did you ask for one? Well, no, but they should just know. No, nobody just knows. <laughs> you can't just hint around. Yeah. If you want something, you have to ask for it which goes back to our, our passion projects episode and the overall theme of you, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yep. And it's fine if you, you can't sit around stewing because you don't get something that you never asked for. Right. And that is what I'm seeing happening a lot. And that's why I get kind of fired up about it because it's like, just ask. But if you're going to ask for a raise, you have to be armed with the reasons why you deserve that raise, why you've earned it. And not just, I need to make more money. Right. That's that's not a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. But but I the number of times I've heard that from employees or other people, and it's like, well, what are you doing to show that you deserve the raise? Well, I don't know. But I have a lot of bills, and I, you know, uh, my wife's pregnant now, or this or that. And it's well, okay, but that's not your boss's fault. Right. <laughs> it's about seeing it from the other side, mm -hmm. and you need to know how to share. Um, the 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 value added for them right. you know the reasons why mm -hmm. you know what they're going to get and i think that's something to really think about is when you're asking for something it's coming at it again we talk about this all the time being solution minded right. and being um um to serve you know in in the sense of this is what I'm doing and I'm also doing this too. And you might not even know that I've been doing this, 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 and this too, mm -hmm. or I've taken these extra classes and I've gotten a degree in this, or I've become an expert in that. And um, these are some extra skills that I have that I can bring you know, to the company mm -hmm. and to help. You know, I, I mean, that's just like generalization or general uh, uh, examples, but, um, but yeah, it's just showing, showing your value and the reason of why mm -hmm. you should get paid more money for sure. Right. And the money thing, and this happens with business owners and other entrepreneurs all the time too. And part of why this came up or has been coming up so much with me is a lot of these individual business owners that I work with. And maybe when they got started, they priced their services too low. Mm -hmm. They didn't know they wanted to, they were just getting in and they didn't know better or they didn't know how to estimate their time properly. Now they have more experience, but they've already set that precedent with a client and now, well, they don't feel that their time is being valued enough in what they're making, but they're not having that conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is your business. You set your own rates. Mm -hmm. You can't be scared to go back to your client and say, you know, as of January 1st is always a good date mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you know, here's our, our updated price sheet or have a conversation, a very polite one, but explaining why your rates are going up. Yeah. But you also have to be willing to accept that you might lose that client. Mm -hmm. And that's where, where you, you have that choice of you kind of keep your power to yourself and you say, I'm going to stand up for what I, what I deserve. I'm going to value my time and my skills and all of that. Or I'm going to put the power in somebody else's hands and I'm going to keep working for this client, but I'm not, my heart's not in it because I'm feeling underappreciated. But that, that's the choice that you kind of have to make. Yeah. Is, 
And that always goes back to, too, it seems like the people who pay you the least are the ones who, like, work you to death. Right. And, you know, it's it's an interesting mindset how those mm-hmm. kind of go together. But one um, example that popped into my head was um, when I've had to have conversations with clients who owe me money. Mm-hmm. And I remember how uncomfortable I was with that earlier on in that exchange, you know, like, I'm sorry to bother you, but mm-hmm. um, you owe me some money. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I shouldn't be sorry. They're the ones who should right. be sorry because it's 90 days past due. Um, why am I apologizing? So over the years, mm-hmm. um, and just a lot of things happen through experience. Yeah. It's like you have, it's a lot of things are easy to talk about and to generalize about, but then when you're actually going through the motion and you're a, you know, a, a, an entrepreneur or a freelancer and it's, it's all on you and you're the person who's executing the situation or you know, reaching mm-hmm. out to ask somebody to pay you who owes you money, um, you've got to really dig deep and be brave sometimes mm-hmm. and say, you know what, I, you, can, you can be kind and not apologetic. You know, there's, there's, there, there's, that's a a possibility. Mm -hmm. You can actually be very kind and, and approach something by, but, um, not have to say you're sorry about it and be strong and firm, strong, Strong firm and and brave and kind. kind. kind, Yeah. Fortunately, I don't have clients who don't pay me on time. There's, there's one that might be a couple weeks behind sometimes always for good reason. But even in those rare cases that it comes around, I never say, I'm sorry to bother you, but you owe me money or anything right. like that. It, but it's always something more along the lines of this. Uh, I noticed this invoice is past due. Just want to check up on it. Any update you can give me would be appreciated. Yeah. I start off very kind now. And if I get ignored or I, it hasn't come to that, but if right. in theory, if I were to get ignored or they're just, you know, kept there have been times uh, back in my old job days and people would just kind of give you, they would lie. And say, oh, checks in the mail. Yeah. And then it suddenly doesn't show up for months still. And it's like, yeah. well. And then there would get some times, though, where I would just cut them off. It's like, okay, well, your account is X amount of days past due now. You want to record a session. We're going to record it, but we're not mm-hmm. giving you the files until your account is current. And then magically by FedEx, the next day, payment would show up. Isn't that interesting? Now their jobs are, are at risk. And so. a, one of my smooth moves um, <laughs> in the past have been when I've had clients who owed me money um, and I wouldn't do their next job until hand. That that would be one one example. They'd have to pay me like through PayPal mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of clients who were so bad at slow paying me. We're talking six to nine months it took them Oof. to pay me. Yeah. Um, but I was on a, a project where they needed my voice because mm-hmm. I had done many other modules or whatever for yeah. them. I then made them prepay me. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. I said, there, I, I'm happy to do that for you. I'll go ahead and invoice you right now. Yep. You can pay it through PayPal, and I'll be happy to mm-hmm. record that for you. Because you have so, the power in that situation. Absolutely. And again, it, it's not about taking advantage of people. No, it's not no. about being aggressive or a- anything like that. Yeah. It's just t- taking, it's accountability. It's another way, yeah. say, way of it's another way of saying be accountable for your own actions, your own time, your own feelings. Yeah. Don't put it on, don't don't let somebody else decide what your life is going to be. Sure. And just taking full responsibility, but um but don't apologize for, you know, breathing the air or oh, yeah. for anything. I do really recommend that book by the way. Oh. Girl, stop apologizing <laughs> by Rachel Hollis. Check it out. There you go. It's available mm-hmm. on Audible. 
book recommendation. Yeah, it's a really good one. What else? What else is on your mind? Because this, oh. this was a, I, when you brought up this topic, yeah. I was like, huh. Yeah, and because I just, I, it's, you know how things, you start to see patterns yeah. in, in everybody around you yeah. at a time. It seems yeah. like this is what keeps coming up. Um, there's a lot of disrespect with people's time. Mm -hmm. And this happens in a lot of different situations. But my, yeah. I had an example from earlier this week. I have a client that's going out of town and there's ton of projects that I need information about that he's kind of been running and they're all going to land on me. And I said, like, look, you know, we need to talk sometime tomorrow. I, I am available all day. Just let me know when works best for you because my time is flexible. Uh, he set up a meeting, sent me the calendar invite, did the whole thing. Time for the meeting rolls around. No call. I always give it a, a nice courtesy sure. five minutes before I send a text like, hey, just want to make sure we're still talking um, or do you need to reschedule? Did that. Sometimes I'll even wait ten, but lately I'm I'm less less kind about <laughs> how much time I'll give. Didn't get a response to the text. I waited. I gave that fifteen minute window. I charged for that fifteen minutes, by the way. So it's not. I mean, it's my time while I'm waiting. So there's that. But he didn't show up. So I, you know, it was. I just had to go about the rest of my day. And then when the call finally came in an hour later, there I felt that there was this expectation that I should just be available and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, well, let's let's reschedule a time for later in the day and, and we'll talk. And it, it all worked out. But I hear other people in this situation a lot of times and they'll just sit around and wait. Well, like, I need to do this other thing, but I really need to talk. So they're putting their own schedules aside right. to make room for the person that disrespected their time in the first place. Yeah. And it, it, it's rarely intentional. I, I know my client wasn't intentionally disrespecting my time. Sure. It turned out his the alert, and he didn't set an alert on the calendar. So he put it in the calendar, but didn't put alerts. So mm -hmm. it just, it, it didn't, yeah. it just didn't happen. And it's yeah. perfectly fine. Um, but it's that, or if you have dinner plans or something with a friend, we all, I think we all have at least one friend who is habitually late and mm -hmm. can never get to where he or she is supposed to be on time. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a couple friends that we actually shift the, the meeting time up 15 minutes no, to account for their late time. So That's smart. You know, sometimes you, you make adjustments, but um, a lot of times it's that the people just sit around and wait, and, it's, and then they get frustrated, and it, it's like, well, well why? You know, mm -hmm. if, and if you're you're willing to do it, cool. But it's that there's that line of are are you putting yourself out to try to make somebody else feel better who's not respecting you in the same way? Yeah. Is it people pleasing? There's a lot of people pleasers out there right. who put their own happiness at stake because they want to make other people happy. Yes, but those other people are not giving them the same courtesy. Yeah, so it's very one-sided. It's not reciprocal. Like yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely something to. Um, look at in your life, you know, mm -hmm. and see if you're doing that. And uh, I, I know, I remember um, earlier on in my, uh, in my business and just when I was younger in general, uh, I was super guilty of, you know, I, I do love to make other people happy and I have put myself out, you know, for mm -hmm. a lot of other people, but there, you have to have that balance where, yeah. you know, you want to do, do kind things for other people, be available for other people or, you know, save other people mm -hmm. in their situations or come in and, and just do good. But sometimes it's at what cost, you know, right. or at what, um, 
you know, it's like we've said this before too. It's like when you're saying yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself. Mm -hmm. So you want to really be kind to yourself and say yes to yourself. Right. And there's balance. There's balance in everything. <laughs> in everything. In all relationships yeah. and boundaries and expectations. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that is really important to assess all the time. Right. Yeah, in business relationships <laughs> and in personal relationships, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny because like one of my my strengths in business is my flexibility, adaptability, all of that. But the, those things also work against me, and this is how I, I've been guilty in giving away my powers. Because a lot of times, I really don't I don't care. Like if it, my role as a producer has taught me that I things are going to change all the time. You have to be adaptable and mm -hmm. flexible and kind of go with the flow and just think, okay, well, this thing just didn't work out. Now we're going to have to do it this other way. And it's worked out really well for me in my life because I don't take it, per and I, even without my job, like I, d I don't take it personally when plans change. Right. It's it's fine. They, they change. Sometimes you just need to go with it. As an, as an introvert, there are times when you have plans with somebody and then you get that call that they want to cancel and you're so relieved. It's like the best thing. Even when you're an um, extrovert, that happens. So there's times when you just kind of let it go because you're secretly happy that it you're changed. like, oh, okay, no problem. But, living in Vegas, this happens a lot. There, there's this free concert series downtown every summer. And there's usually all these 90s nostalgia bands who are playing and I always want to go and my friends always want to go. And I'll make these tentative plans, but then the day rolls around and it's 110 outside and we're not going to go stand on the pavement and listen to this old band that's probably not that good anymore. So we rarely end up doing it, but the idea is there. It's, it's good. It's, ideas can, I, ideas are born yeah. and in the moment they feel <laughs> really great. So and Sometimes yeah. things change, but what happens, at least for me in my life, is because I'm so flexible, so adaptable, so easygoing, is people take advantage of that, or at least they try to. And again, I don't think it's intentional, right. but there are also times when it's like, well, I mean, she's not gonna get mad, so I'm just gonna go do this other thing instead. And this has been in, in different areas of my life where that's happened, because mm -hmm. it's like, well, you have one person that's gonna make, like, throw a temper tantrum and have a big fit and make you feel bad, and then there's the one that's like, yeah, no, no big deal. They tend to favor the ones who are gonna make their lives harder. Sure. And so it like it works against me in a sense because it's just like oh it's just Amanda she's she's gonna be fine like let's not worry about that right and it's like well and and it's true but maybe worry about it sometimes yeah no <laughs> for sure but that and that that's on me though Oops, I just hit my microphone sorry Brent uh, <laughs> we're we're testing out this new setup so we have new cameras and new microphones and now I'm, I'm all I'm like I don't I have this this uh, microphone in front of me to hit but now I I've didn't got say it one. in the last episode but I did feel slightly weirdly naked without having the table in front of us maybe people will tune in because I said naked oh maybe <laughs> that's a keyword we'll so put provocative that in, our, in our description scandalous see the new naked set of the woman podcast the woman preneur Naked. Hashtag I think we naked. would get a lot more viewers, but then there'd be a lot of either relief or disappointment. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> Only if I can wear a full body like spank to like you know who hold I everything saw in. in one of those. Who? Jason Alexander. He had a show here for a while where wow. he was in a, a like nylon naked bodysuit for a big portion of it. Wow. It took a lot of uh, courage. Wow. To go stand there and. and I've always like that. My, my sister and I have always talked about how nice it would be if this one particular idea of mine would come into style and that would be a full control top pantyhoe for your whole body. 
I say ho, not hose, because it's sing singular for your whole body. <laughs> your panty ho. <laughs> Just a sausage encasing. <laughs> a panty Basically, <laughs> yes. From my neck down, I like control top everything, to, and then I wear my swimsuit. That sounds <laughs> terrible then, to me. Because then everything would look like so firm and so smooth. See, well, <laughs> it, would be, it would be okay. Terrible. I don't know if this really ties in, but I'm going to try. I will not wear control top anything. Yeah. Because to me. That's giving my power away to, I don't know, whoever they is out there who, who thinks that every woman should be super smooth and whatever. Right. To me, that's the worst feeling. Like, I can't, I feel suffocating. And it's like, where does all the of... fat go? Like, seriously. <laughs> like, where does the fat go? It Think about it. Move. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because never... I won't do it. Well, and I've done granted, it. Granted, I, I, I... I've done it for me. I, <laughs> because... But good for you. Yeah, thank you. Um, but no, I'm not going to wear that because that's what I'm supposed to. But again, I, I mean, I don't wear heels. I don't really make that. But there's a lot of things I don't do that I'm supposed to do because I, I keep you that rebel. power. That's, my, that's for me to decide. Yeah. Uh, but it, no, it really, do. like it, it does tie into some of that. It's that self-confidence and, yeah. and it, it, little things, little things like social media. You, you put in the effort and you, you know, make some kind of post of whatever it is. And then within, what, an hour, then, or you're disappointed because you didn't have enough likes on it or whatever that is. Yeah. You're giving other people the power to, to tell you how to feel yeah. when it doesn't matter. It really I mean, does Are you proud of that article that you wrote or the graphic that you created yeah. or the words that you wrote? Are you happy with yourself for it? Because that's really that's, is all that should matter. At the end of the day... That's what counts, but, and that's what matters. Absolutely. But we give others and, um, this power. You're making me, I'm feeling real, I, I'm, I'm feeling real you, like, fired up right now about right. everything you're saying, because that is so yes. absolutely spot on, and it's, it's so true. It's it's everywhere, though. I mean, I hear it, it's, well, I'm this way because my dad did this when I was a kid. Yeah. And it's, that's in there. That's That stuff is real. That affects all of us. Sure. On a very subconscious level, I think, for the most part, but at some point, you have to take ownership of, yep. okay, I had this happen to me when I was younger. I went through this, but I'm yeah. better for it. I'm stronger than it. I, I forgive it or him yeah. or her or the situation. I accept it and yep. then move on. And, 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 not, and also not putting your self-worth in anyone else's hands right. other than your own. And it's so important. And um, I, I was going to say, too, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine today about uh, I attended a yoga class this morning and it was just awesome. I hadn't been in a yoga class in forever. And at the end of the class, I was telling my friend Andrea that I said, man, the, the, um, the instructor was just so inspiring and he said so many beautiful words and I just felt so just kind of like lit up inside and it was just a really nice experience. And she said, yeah, you know, um, you know, gurus and yogis and stuff, they talk a lot about how when you are practicing yoga, it's, you know, it's so mental, it's obviously right. physical and mental. And she was talking about how um, we all have the power to heal ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, mentally, physically, you know, whatever. But um, she was talking about how um, the, the teachings of whatever, I'm kind of getting a little off topic, but she was saying um, 
you hold the power to to heal yourself, mm -hmm. especially emotionally, right. spiritually. Um, nobody else can do it for you. Right. You have to do it yourself. Yes. You know, and mm -hmm. so that goes back to self worth, and that goes yeah. back to not giving you know put your power away to other people. And uh, I don't know, I tangented slightly. Well, but, but, but also going back to our episode with Brent, it's yeah. not giving so many hoots. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Don't give so many hoots. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. what happens, uh, people get embarrassed. People feel insecure in a lot of different ways. Like I, I've, I've known people, they're like, I went to one yoga class and I was just, I couldn't do the things that all the other women were doing, so I'm never going to go back. Yeah, it's And like, it's like, you let, again, you know, it, I always think, how, did you ever, were you a Friends watcher? Yeah. There was an episode where uh, they all figured out how Phoebe runs, and she she like flails her arms and is the, and and her friends are all I think Rachel especially was all embarrassed. She didn't want to be seen running with her because she was just flailing her arms like a crazy person. Phoebe didn't care, and she even just said it like, "When was the last time?" I, I don't. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I know there are memes of the the running incident. But finally, like at, at the end of it, Rachel decides to let all her form and all the care go away, and she just flails her arms and runs with freedom and has the best time. Yeah. They run into each other, and it's this happy moment. But it's it's that like there's so much concern, and I I always about talk what about, other people think. It's the comparison trap, and all social media is all out there, and and mm -hmm. people are constantly comparing. And it's like, you know, just but just be true to yourself and go have fun. If you look ridiculous, I'm, and I'm guilty of this too. They're saying, I don't, I don't like to do things that I'm not good at, especially in front of other people. I, will, I do get embarrassed about that. And sometimes it's like, eh, I, I need to figure this out. And it's this weird thing. And I try to catch myself and say, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. But yeah. it's still in there. Like, we are all perfectly imperfect. Mm -hmm. And just embrace it and just be you and do you. I got a cute story for you. Okay. The other day, I uh, was I was out running some errands, and I decided that I wanted to deliver cupcakes to the Adrenaline Boys next door, and uh, so I stopped by and I picked up some cupcakes, and I parked my car at the Nothing Bunt Cakes um, parking lot, and I noticed this lady, this older lady, walking by in front of my car, and she stopped, and she looked at my car. <laughs> And she didn't even know, I, she didn't even see me in the car. I, did, I didn't think. And she looked at my car and she looked at the eyelashes on my car. Yes, my car has eyelashes. My pink convertible Beetle has eyelashes. And I saw her chuckle to herself and then keep walking. Mm -hmm. And I was getting, finishing up something and getting, you know, my stuff together. I got out of my car and I walked in and I was about 30 seconds behind her. While she was going the same place I was going, she was going to nothing but mm -hmm. cakes. So she was standing in front of me in line. And, uh, and I thought to myself, I could say something to her, but, or maybe I shouldn't, I don't know. But then I just felt like it. And I, I tapped her on the shoulder and I said, I saw you looking at my car. <laughs> and she goes, that was your car? And I said, yeah, that was my car. And she's like, girl. And she said, I was smiling at your car. And you know why I was smiling? And she said, because I was thinking, that's somebody doing themselves. She goes, you do you. And she said, that is so cute. And I said, and she said, that takes, that takes guts to have that car. And I never mm -hmm. thought about that before. Yeah. I was like, I've never thought that I had to be brave to have a pink car with eyelashes well, it just felt right <laughs> right <laughs> but she do you feel said, powerful when you're driving it I you know I feel happy when I'm driving it and you know what I said to um the lady I said uh what you know I said I just I really enjoyed my car because 
it's like this situation right now. I said, it, it made me feel really good to see you be happy mm -hmm. and, and smile and laugh when you looked at my car. Right. And so we were having this great little conversation. And the next thing I know, we're both like sampling these carrot cake, just beautiful thing. <laughs> or no, actually it was pumpkin. I take it back, it was pumpkin. And uh, we're chit-chatting some more. And she said, you know, more people just need to be themselves. Right. She said, more people mm -hmm. need to just be comfortable. And she goes, just do, she goes, you do you, yep. I do me. And everybody just needs to quit worrying about what everybody else is doing mm -hmm. and just do you. Yeah. And I said, I agree with you. I said, I, th I think everybody'd be a whole lot happier and a whole lot more peaceful mm -hmm. if they were just honoring themselves. Right. And so we were just hanging out. And then I ended up going one direction in the bunt cake place <laughs> to another area and she was going another way and uh, a few minutes later she tapped me on the shoulder and she said hey she said I'd like to share this with you I just bought you a pumpkin um, bunt cake mm -hmm. uh, and she introduced herself she told me her name was Beverly Beverly maybe you're gonna watch this or hear this and uh, and I told her my name and um, she just said, I hope you have a beautiful day, mm -hmm. and I'm so happy that we, we talked. And it was just like yeah. this awesome moment, this lady's buying me a, mm -hmm. a pumpkin bunt cake. It was a really good day. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, this is so cool. And it all was because I had a pink car with eyelashes, yep. and she was amused by it, and I was doing me. But well, it, it's, it's something to consider in, in knowing that others do give power to you or to anybody else. You can use that. It's, I mean, they shouldn't give that to you. They should keep that for themselves. But right. if you think that you have any kind of power, why not use that and be kind to others? And it's because a lot of times when it's when I'm talking about people who are giving away their power, it's somebody who maybe they're really excited about an idea and, and they just think that, you know, okay, this, this is what I'm going to do and this is going to be the thing. This is going to change my life. And then they tell their best friend about it and they got shot down. And yeah. then... And in, for, for who knows what reason, but a lot of times people just put others down mm -hmm. out of insecurity, out of jealousy over, oh, why didn't I think of that? Or, you know, what if she does that and then she becomes more successful than me? I better or fear. They're, mm -hmm. they're scared. They're scared. They're, they would be terrified to do it. Right. And so they don't understand why you're not scared. So mm -hmm. they think they're being the voice of reason. Right. They think they're saving you. Right. <laughs> they're like, and, no. <laughs> and to some, some degree, you know, making sure that somebody's being reasonable and logical about sure. their idea. Maybe, maybe not the idea, though. The execution of the idea, sure. Yeah. But it's that if, if you get really excited about something and then you get shut down right away, you get deflated and it's when we had Dr. Keller on here, she had made a comment about, you know, cause she listens to people a lot and she had said something about how, or maybe it was Amy. I think it was Amy when she was, when Amy Ayub was on that she was saying how many times, you know, has some, it was Amy when somebody's opening up, they're finally willing to talk about something. And then the person that they open up to, shuts them down right away to talk about themselves. And you see how deflated that person yeah. gets and then they go back into their shell and they never get out there because they were just willing to be open and you shut them down. Yeah. And it's, I, I see both sides of that. And wow. it's like, as that person, don't let somebody, you know, if you put yourself out there and you get shut down, don't let that ruin you for the rest of the world or for everybody else just because yeah. one person did something or may, maybe a maybe hundred people shut you down. Yep. Doesn't matter. You keep going. Keep going. You believe in you. You, you, you do you. Yeah. Just and keep just going. hold on to it and keep keep going. But yeah, it's this is some good stuff to think about for yeah. sure.
Uh, yeah, I just think you gotta, there's always times you have to compromise. In business, you're working with other people, you have clients, mm -hmm. you can't always get your way. That, that's not what this is, but you have to have the, the confidence and the willingness to have the hard conversations. And I would say that applies in all of your personal relationships just as much as business, if not more, mm -hmm. with family members, with friends, with everybody. You have to be able to have the difficult conversations because a lot of times you hear about, okay, I'm feeling a certain way. I wish this would change. Okay, well, did you talk to her about it? Well, no, I just it would be awkward. And so I don't want to. It's like, okay, so you're sitting here holding on to all of this negativity and it's festering throughout you and now it's affecting everything you're doing in your life. Why not just talk to the person that's involved? Yeah. Have that conversation. Maybe just get right to the root of it. Right. And again, be brave. And, and be prepared though, that if you have the conversation, you might push somebody away. But if you push that person away, is that person willing, is it somebody that should be in your life in the first place? Right. I mean, it's either your, the situation will either resolve or it'll, well, it'll, oh, resolve. it'll resolve. It'll resolve <laughs> one way or another. It just, it, it, which way will it resolve? But, and I wanted to say too, that, um, being a people pleaser, you know, I love to make people happy. You know, mm -hmm. I, I love, I, that's, that's probably my favorite thing in life yeah. is to make other people happy. But it's just having that boundary of um, making sure you're still making yourself happy, you know. So mm -hmm. if it's like you're always making people happy, but you're doing it in, in an unhealthy way where you're really putting yourself out or you're really mm -hmm. uh, inconveniencing yourself or making things really difficult for yourself or um, hurting yourself, you know, to, to do for others, then that's where you have to really, really evaluate mm -hmm. or reevaluate. It's, it's being really honest with yourself mm -hmm. is, okay, am, am I settling for this behavior because it's okay mm -hmm. or because I'm scared to do something else? And mm -hmm. I think back to when I used to work at the job job and I stayed at that job job way longer than I should have. And I had convinced myself that it was fine that I wasn't getting raises or that I wasn't getting recognized for all of the work that I was doing or that the men I worked with were taking credit for what I did. Like there, there were a lot of these things and I just, I had convinced myself that I was okay with it. I don't, I don't need the credit. I'm fine being behind the scenes. It's not a big deal. And mm -hmm. I like where I work, so it's fine that I'm not getting paid more. And I, I think if I'm being really honest about that, I probably didn't push the factor because, well, if I push it and they decide we're just gonna let you go, I wasn't ready to face that yet. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of withdrew and, and gave away my power for way longer than I should have. But that's on me. That's, yeah. that's not on any of them. And, and I, I can own that now. And it, you can always see things much more clearly in retrospect, of course. Yep. But, Hindsight is twenty twenty. And I did like the people that I worked with. And I did have a lot of fun. So it wasn't all about the money. It was fine. But if I were advising somebody else in that situation... I would have told him the complete opposite. Like, you, know, you need to stand up for what you want or get out of there. Mm -hmm. It's always easier to give the advice than it is to take your own. Yeah. <laughs> Way can... easier. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we'll do a whole other episode just about that. Yes, but... <laughs> seriously. No, so I think one of the things to maybe think about is um, trying really hard to be self-aware you know, are you an, you know, a people pleaser mm -hmm. in an unhealthy way? Um, are you fearful about having some of those uncomfortable conversations with someone in your, you know, personal life or with someone in your business life? And then why, 
and you know how can you come at it from a place of love, from a place of um, looking for the solution, and it's not a blame game no, either. It's no. just a, it's just having the courage to just point out whatever it is that you need to point out, right. or um, or uh, try to find that you know resolution if you need one, um, and not being afraid, yeah, and if, not apologizing. But that that and that word blame that's the big mm -hmm. one because I think I mean it's just inherently in human nature mm -hmm. to look for somebody or something to blame for what's not going right in our own lives mm -hmm. instead of looking within and finding that okay well what am I doing to create this situation or mm -hmm. to allow it to keep happening and a lot of that is well maybe if I stood up for myself a little bit more or maybe if I had a tough conversation maybe if I was willing to let go of that toxic friend all those mm -hmm. different things that are not easy decisions to make but so you can't blame others but others do affect us, and mm -hmm. then it's that choice. And it, we've, I'm sure we've all been there where we've had to cut people out of our lives, and it's really tough. Mm -hmm. But then when you get the distance from it, and you can kind of look back and think, oh, I thought she was my best friend, but that was not good. I was giving and giving and giving, and I never got anything back. And mm -hmm. I don't think friendship is about doing things so you get something in return. Sure. But when it's so one-sided. Friendships are about sharing, though. It's, right. a, it's a sharing. It's yeah. not... It's not a, always being in the giving position and then the other person in the taking position. Right. So it's, it's, it's reciprocal. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a sharing, right. it's an exchange right. of and energy and love and is. time and goodness. And, and the same and cookies. In, and cookies. Well, you didn't bring me cupcakes, so I'm, I'm a little upset about well, that. And I'm going hey, to blame it. you for being cupcakeless. <laughs> that we makes me really time. sad. We still have time. Don't Man. you worry. We're going to have dinner tonight, so maybe I'll, I'll buy you some dessert. There you go. But even even in those business relationships, sure. it's the same it's the same thing. You are offering a talent, a skill, whatever it is that you are you are providing that service for your clients. Mm -hmm. They are paying you, yes, but they don't own you. Yeah. And they're not in control of you and if you're not happy with the situation you have two choices you accept it or you you move speak on. up against it you speak up right. against it or you move on and it you, you can't expect it, uh, this is like a, a silly little example but you can't expect people to know what you're thinking at all I and think a lot of people do expect other people to know what they're right. thinking well and, and they get so frustrated when they don't but our brains all work way differently mm -hmm. and the, the silly little thing i was going to think of is I, there have been times many times that i've been in the car with somebody i'm the passenger they're driving they're trying to get over into the next lane and then it's like this, this person won't let me over like well do you have your turn signal on well no it's like, okay, it takes half a second to flip that thing on. It's called an indicator So you're mm -hmm. because you're indicating to that person that you need over. You don't have that on. How do you know that they, they're not paying attention to you? Right. And it, it goes back to what we had talked about a few episodes ago. Nobody's they're not thinking, thinking about, about you. you. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's a you good know? one. It's and it's not. It's it's a sad. It's a big reality. pill. To, it's a big pill to swallow. Yeah. But nobody's thinking about you. No, they're really not. <laughs> but you should be. You yes. should be thinking about you. You Here's should be where, thinking about you the most. Again, I endorse selfish selfishness, and uh, with balance in a balance with being selfless. But you yeah. do have to take care of yourself. There's a and, healthy selfish. Yeah. Health. Health. Healthy selfish. selfish. That's health. Healthish. Oh no! You're trying to do another one of those. I love words. I love word merging. <laughs> Melfish doesn't really Melfish. roll off the tongue though. <laughs> Be Melfish. Health, health, healthfish, healthfish. <laughs>
Now we've just gone way out of it. I'm going to write that in my bujo. No, no. Yeah, tune in to last week's episode if you don't know what a bujo is. Yeah. I yeah. think at the end of the day, be a people pleaser, but with a healthy boundary. Yeah. You know, because it, it feels pleasing. Good. It does feel good to, to be to be kind to others mm -hmm. and to please others, yeah. but, um, but, not but just at, not at your own. Um, right. What's the word I'm looking for? Come on, help me out. Help nope. me out. You're just having too much fun watching you look for the word. Shoot. <laughs> expense. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Abby Motes. Yeah. Not but at your it, own expense. It, it is. I mean, it, it, it goes back to setting boundaries and, but also yeah. not, okay, if, if I, I think I used this example before, but I'll use it again. It's, you know, if all my friends are going out to the club, I'm not going to put myself out and go to the club because I know I'm not going to have fun there. And it, it's, it's kind of twofold because I know I'm not going to have fun and that's going to make me uncomfortable. But also my friends who are with me are going to realize that I'm not having fun and that's going to make them feel bad. And that, it just doesn't work. And, yeah. and my friends who I have now, most of them I don't think go to clubs anymore, but even if they did, they know that I'm not going to go and they know that mm -hmm. that's not personal. And that's yep. standing up for yourself isn't necessarily like I'm doing this to spite somebody else. It's just like, right. that's not going to work for me. So you go do you, you go enjoy your thing. I would never drive a pink convertible beetle with eyelashes or any vehicle with eyelashes, but I love that you do. Thank you. And it goes again, we, you want to have many, many, many differences. It makes me really happy <laughs> to see people smile yeah. and point at my yeah. eyelashes, especially yeah. little kids. They're yeah. like, oh, right. And then their mom's like, yeah, whatever, I'll keep walking. <laughs> but even, and I, I feel that this would happen, even if somebody, say it's probably a teenager, because that seems to be the age of somebody who would do this, but if somebody walked by and started making fun of your car, you're not going to take that personally. No. It's not going to make you retreat and say, oh, I better take the eyelashes off because that kid made fun of me. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, that kid didn't get it, but you know what? I like it, so yep. I'm going to keep going. Absolutely. Because you're going to keep your power. So uh, for all of you uh, listeners and viewers out there, you do you. Yeah. You keep do you power. unapologetically. And uh, you, just, you just keep on keeping on. And don't give so many hoots. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was our uh, awkward ending. So are are we doing going. an awkward ending? I, I, th I thought you might I want to read the positivity I, I ball real fast. See, I'm doing it. me. She's, Fine. she's doing her, and so we're going to have to talk about this later. This, <laughs> this little yellow positivity ball that's sitting beside me just told me that I look marvelous. Hey, there you go. That was nice. There that was go. very nice. Thank you. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know about you, but I feel good about you what feel we powerful? talked I feel, I just feel content. Or, I shouldn't even say powerful, but empowered. I mean, it's our, yeah. our, one of our overarching themes of the podcast. It's empowerment in business and life. Yeah, I and do feel good. I do feel empowered. It, it's not having power in that I'm in charge, I'm in control of everybody else and everything, and I rule the land. Although, yeah. maybe I should rule the land. Hmm. I'm going to look into that. You want to rule the land? Yeah, maybe. Rule the land. I, I rule my own land, and that's, that's yeah. enough for me. The, yeah, it's but Amandaville. Amandaville. It doesn't mm. really have the ring to it. But You know what I call my house? Oh, no. <laughs> what do you, you call it? Turin, I call it Motestown. Motestown. Yeah, okay. it's like the Motown. But Why are you saying it like that? Because <laughs> it's got like a groove and an attitude. It's good. Okay. We love it. We love there it. But yeah, I just, <laughs> I just feel content and I feel grateful yeah. and I feel good. And I think if you're always coming from a place of love mm -hmm. and, a, you know, just a place of good, I just think that you can't go wrong. Well, you yeah, know, that's just really what I think. As long as that love and place of good... Mm -hmm. uh, 
in, includes yourself too. It does. And yeah. That's, that, that's the important part. First and part foremost. Is, yeah. And then, and then everything else is just kind of like, you start to figure out what works for you mm -hmm. and what doesn't. And if you just honor what works for you and being true to yourself, yeah. you're going to be happy. And the people around you are going to be happy too. Sounds good to me. I like it. I think we should end our um, episode right now. Okay. Ending now. <laughs> we, we just, we've really embraced the fact that our endings are awkward and we kind of like it. So anyway, we really, you know what I want to say one thing though before we go. Is it a powerful sentiment? It is powerful. Yeah, do it. We need reviews. We need reviews. If you guys are watching and listening, which we know you are, because you're telling us about it. Can you just let us know that you like us? Just go on Apple Podcasts and just leave us a, a little review. Give us five stars, please. It would be great if you like what you're hearing. And yeah. if you don't like what you're hearing, let us know, and, and we'll see what we can do about that. Give us five stars anyway. Yeah, but we'll, we'll fix it for you. Um, but, yeah, that's, that, those, those reviews are, are really helpful to us. So. Yeah, and, you know, we're just, we're just a couple of girls with a podcast, and we're just trying to put out the goodness. Just so, a couple of girls with podcasts. That's who we are. Just a couple of ladies. Are we ladies? Or girls or women? Yeah. We're women. We're us. We're, we're just, us. We're us. I don't, I, don't, I don't take offense to other words because I don't give people that kind of power. Yeah. You call me a girl, I'm not going to get offended by that. You call me a lady, call me a woman, call me whatever call me you want to call me. Call me an emoji. Call you know. an emoji. I don't know. Nothing's got weird. I just looked at this. <laughs> And it just popped in my head. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Thanks for watching. And listening. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.